Welcome back to another episode of Corked Up. I'm Jess Kleinschmidt. And I'm Rachel Luba. Cheers. Cheers, Mama. Um, I have a lot of work to do, so I'm not drinking, but I am dabbling in a LaCroix. What are you drinking since I can't see your gorgeous face? Um, I am drinking water because I, too, am working. We're, like, losing it. We're getting old, babe. We are. We are. But it's okay. But you know what else is getting old? all these damn no hitters what is that our, segue? well that's our our wine word right our wine word is no hitters you are correct so we're going to talk about that um we have six in mlb already we had one where it was back to back i i witnessed one that was in progress and so rach are you kind of sick of no hitters at this point um i think it's definitely losing its novelty in a sense it's not losing its novelty in my opinion yeah. um just because I I can still respect how impressive it is but you know the more and more we see it I feel like people are getting desensitized to kind of the magnitude of it but I think it's just going to take a little bit of time for hitters to adjust because MLB made changes you know with the seams of the ball and it's moving more than I think they anticipated yeah, and it was actually, I've been talking to a lot of the, the hitters from it, and um, spin rate is something that they keep bringing up, but Jed Lowry gave me this really interesting um, conversation because Jed's been in the league for 14 years now, and he said, and the guy can hit, right? He gets on base. That's not a problem when he actually is playing and he's healthy. He said, across all of those seasons, Rach, it's the, this season is the hardest he's ever had, like, that hitting but- has ever been, and he's still doing really well. Right. So I think the one thing that's important to point out, though, is the fact that while I know MLB has been talking about, you know, whether pitchers are using foreign substances and spin rate, Mm -hmm. I think the reason that we see so, you know, everyone knows MLB dead in the balls a bit so that we're not seeing the ridiculous amount of home runs. Right. But they I guess from talking to some of the pitchers, they said that they moved the seams, I think, up a bit. So the ball is moving differently. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, I think what's happening is like, they're getting more movement in some of the balls, like the breaking balls. And so they're just more difficult to hit. But I think that's largely coming from the changes MLB made, not, I mean, whatever foreign substances have been used, right. they've been right. used this entire time. And so hitters just need to adjust to the fact that the ball's moving differently and they're just trying to, everyone always has been trying to hit home runs and yeah. they're just striking yeah. out a ton. And so I guess, yeah, and that makes sense because I've noticed actually this season, just from the pitchers I have been covering, they're introducing a lot of secondary pitches or extensions of secondary pitches where, you know, those pitches where they can't quite call them a a curve or a a cutter or they have that flutter. Oh God, I hate that. It's so gross. Like (laughs) grow up. Boys are gross. Um, but also like, I kind of love it at the same time. So that's kind of interesting to think about as well. We know, yeah, they dead in the ball and so here's the thing though, too. Do you think chicks dig the long ball now more or pitching? Cause I feel like that's kind of cool that they're want they're wanting to highlight pitchers a little bit more because, you know, the saying goes chicks do dig the long ball. We do love home runs, but why can't we sex up pitching a little bit more and not just leave it all to Trevor to do that? <laughs> or, or glass now he's yeah. like the infamous yeah sexy pitcher see I don't I guess I don't I don't think of you don't you don't see it well that's fine for me 
yeah he's just got you know the flow and it's got it going on but gorgeous um (laughs) I think I mean look I'm not that I don't think that if they're trying to make baseball really cool again Uh I don't necessarily think it's hit a million home runs or like have all these no hitters and just have you know pitchers dominate I think you need to have a bit of both I think you need to have also have action in the game you know I think if there if every team is using the shift then hitters need to start making adjustments and learn to hit into you know hit into the gap or whatever it is but the whole like trying to make tweaks to whether it's the mound or the ball to make the game more exciting to me you're completely missing the target missing the point yeah I totally agree like and like making those little changes I feel like that's doing the opposite of what the intentions are so you're messing with the game and you're actually going to piss off more people which will make it less fun and less you know I, it's funny too, because I talked to some, I was talking to some pitchers about just all the different changes and yeah. we were talking about um, movement or talking about moving the mound back. And I was like, do you think that's going to help? Because I feel like the, the narrative has kind of been, it's going to make it a little bit more difficult for pitchers, right? And a little bit right. easier for hitters. The pitchers I've talked to disagree and they think it's going to give pitchers a big advantage just because of how like, hitters are so used to hitting from a certain distance and the break at, you know, the, towards the end of the pitch, the break gets like exponentially greater yeah. towards the end because the ball's slowing down. Right. Yeah. And I just like, so it's just going to make it difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And when you take a step back, it just gets me so mad because like basketball is not doing this. NFL is not doing this. Like, right. <laughs> it's just like, what are you doing? It's just the weird, it's such a weird dynamic and everything like that. Although I am kind of getting more and more pro robot umps. And you know what, Rach, I have a conspiracy theory. I know, what is it? I know umpires are always bad, but I think they're extra bad to make the, this season, to make the transition for, to robot umps a little bit easier so that way fans are like, well, I mean, this is probably a good idea because wait, why? I feel like umps don't want it. Do they want it? No, but I think that I think the league does. I think the league wants robot umps. So there, so a lot of these, I think there's some situations going on where they're kind of effing up on purpose. But robot oh, umps also, replay. yeah, yeah. So like I feel like those oh, kinds okay. of scenarios too. I mean, there are some pitches that have been kind of bad, but yeah. So I think I think that's part of it. Um, and so they're thinking like, oh, well, if, if we get robot umps or whatever, I think it'll be that transition will be easier and fans will be like, well, this is probably a good idea because it's been so bad these last couple of seasons type of a deal. And that way it'll be kind of a seamless transition. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it's quite the conspiracy theory, but oh, come I, on, Lub- I'm, I'm, all, Chill. I'm all for, Hey, I didn't say I'm all for conspiracy theories. Breaking news breaking news. This important PSA is brought to you by manscape.com. This is your pubic service announcement. That's right. And the news you've all been waiting for the manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is available for purchase in the U S and Canada. Y'all this is very sleek and it's actually like sexy. I feel like it makes shaving your balls sexy. I didn't know that that was possible, but apparently it is. You're going to join over 2 million men worldwide who trust manscaped with this exclusive offer for you via us at corked up. 20% 
20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code corked at manscaped.com. The lawnmower 4.0 gives you ability to turn on the 4,000 K LED spotlight on and off when needed for more precise shape. Didn't even mention to y'all, there's actually wireless charging. It's waterproof. The charging system uses electromagnetic wireless charging. What? in 2021 y'all it's the best once again 20 percent off free shipping worldwide at manscaped.com using code corked no person wants to end up with pubes in her mouth or his mouth and his balls will thank you i can promise you that make sure that daddy's all cleaned up down there because mama's gonna be happy everybody in your life is gonna be happy did you see i think today an umpire removed the hat of I think was it one of the cardinals pitchers yeah uh, for foreign substance well there we that go. to me so that's different than the ball too because i feel like when you're getting to that point if a ump can see it yeah. they're not just like removing the ball if they can see it you're being that obvious about it like so would pine tar placement be a big issue then well my thing is so more pitchers than people would like to admit use a, some sort of foreign substance. I think there's a way to go about it. And Manfred like has acknowledged this, at least yeah. like to players that like, don't make it obvious. I think yeah. there are some players who just feel invincible and, and just don't even try to hide it. Right. And to me, that's just blatant. It's a blatant, like middle finger to, I don't give a shit about the rules. Yeah. And like, and I'm, I'll be vocal and obvious about it. Yeah. Interesting. Um, well, I will say that I, I'm a little nervous about the no hitter losing its novelty as well. Uh, I made this joke actually on, on live television the other, the other day saying when I go back on dating apps and I see a guy who writes in his profile, like, oh, I've thrown a no hitter in MLB. I'd be like, <laughs> I'm not that impressed. Yeah. The whole, go, go pose with a fish as your profile picture, Tyler. <laughs> whatever the hell your name is on Bumble. Oh, I hope I'd never have to go back on dating apps. Oh my gosh. Okay. So um, you recently went to a Giants Dodgers series here in the Bay area. Um, I, I know it's tough for you to talk about because I wasn't able to join you. Um, but how was that? Because I feel like you were probably feeling a lot of emotions, obviously of your client there. Um, you're, you kind of had obviously this new affinity for the Dodgers, but I mean, I love Oracle Park. It's my favorite park in the game. What did, how, what were those feelings like? Um, I mean, it is, it's my favorite part too. I was yeah. sad you were not there with me. Yeah. Um, I was looking forward to that. So find the next series in the Bay that we're going to go to and yeah. we will go yeah. together. But, um, it was very fun to be back. It was exciting hearing the like BLA chant. And yeah. I just naturally wanted to like join in the second I heard it. And I'm sitting in between like Bauer's parents at, the, at that time. Yeah. And, you know, he's on the mound as well. So I was like, oh, I can't be really saying that. Um, but I mean, look, it's cool. I love that rivalry as much as like my heart right. is with, will always be, you know, with the giants just because I grew up with them. I, I love, I love that rivalry. I love seeing it back. I love the fact that everyone, I think going into the season expected the giants to be just, you know, just not competitive and no threat at all, but you know, they've, I mean, for the entire season, basically so far, they've been leading the division and it was just cool to kind of see that no matter what happens with the Padres and the Padres are great and everything like the SF LA rivalry will not die. 
really. Yeah. And that was fun. Yeah, I agree. Um, were you wearing Dodgers gear? I, <laughs> I have like, so I have now a fair amount of Foco, Dodgers. You and are Giants. Foco, Foco. Yeah, Foco. Shout out to Foco. They really hook it up. But uh, like, and you know what? I hate that I'm an A's reporter. They sent me like three things. Because they probably Me- don't have. Yeah, they have stuff. nothing. And Melanie yeah. and is an Orioles reporter or, or Orioles play-by-play. She doesn't get a lot of stuff from them either because nobody gives a fuck. But, yeah, you got to You got to go to one. I mean, look, I when uh, I mean, when Bauer was with the Indians and the Reds, it wasn't much, yeah. much better in that. They sent me a bunch of giant stuff, though, which was kind of funny. Uh, well, that's because I told them it was my like hometown team. So so I got that. But um, I did wear neutral, neutral colors okay. because I couldn't look like I can't go to a game with my client on the mound repping the other team. And I also just, it feels too weird. I feel so uncomfortable yeah. wearing, wearing Dodger stuff in Oracle Park. Right. But, so I just went neutral. However, I did get a, I was given a Jersey that says Rachel Lupa on it and it is a Dodger Jersey it's like it's Bowers jersey actually but like a a child size jersey actually and I'm going with my entire family so we grew up like giants or you know we my family or my parents raised my brothers and I in Hmm. the bay area that was our team we're going tomorrow to the giants game in LA my Mm -hmm. entire family and I might wear my Ray Chalupa jersey there I like that I like that um and it's you know what's weird is I I I can't remember the last time I wore like team gear team stuff yeah even when I was going as a fan I I never did either and then this is honestly this is probably like the first year just because I've gotten so much of the Dodger stuff and probably because of being on social media and a lot of the fan bases have like, especially like the Dodger fan base has very much embraced, you know, like the Rachel Lupa thing. So I've rocked it a a little bit and, you know, people send me stuff and, and I love it, but I've never been like, cause I don't root for people forget that. Like, I don't, I, I don't root for a team. Like I root for players. Individuals. Yeah. I'm the same. Right. So it's a weird thing wearing, like I'll be wearing a Dodger hat or something that from one of the lids deals that Trevor did. Mm -hmm. And I'll walk through the airport and people will like say shit to me about, you know, fuck the Dodgers, whatever. I'm like, I'm not even a Dodger fan. Yeah. And that, and that's, and I get that too. Like I, I sent like the other day, actually not too long ago, cause Bellinger's people sent me a Bellinger. We FaceTime once you're like, I like your Jersey. And, um, and it was funny because I wore it the next day to zoom availability not not thinking like literally yeah. not thinking well, and I'm wearing this smart. Dodgers uniform or jersey as Bob Melvin's talking to me I was like I'm probably not gonna get called on <laughs> well you want to know the best is um I remember so when Trevor was with the Indians Lonnie Chisenhall do you remember yes that name so he was an outfielder for them he had two little boys they were probably at the time, I don't know, like three and five or something. And mm-hmm. they used to run around, you know, the like family room after the game and they'd play like fake or, you know, little mat, like baseball games in the live like family area. Mm-hmm. And they would always have on jerseys of the other team and like the pictures of the other team that they were playing. Interesting. And, and I was, I remember talking to Trevor about it. He's like, oh yeah. He goes, I asked them one time. I was like, guys, like, 
why wouldn't you wear the jersey like your dad's jersey and not to mention like it has your own last name on the back yeah and they just looked at him like very like you know excuse me like and they were like uh we don't play for the Indians our dad does (gasps) love that I know right I thought it was adorable kids are kids are the best they really are they're you know they I I love like players kids because a lot of times they don't even appreciate like who their dads are yeah yeah that's fine (laughs) we don't play on the Indians our dads I don't play on the Indians our dad does (laughs) nice try um oh that's great uh well well good yeah we'll have to go to a game together this year I've been actually dying to go as a fan just because you know and they're opening Oracle Park up to full capacity uh June 20 or July 25th oh okay yeah I was in I was just in Denver and uh everything's open there um I wasn't at the uh, Rockies game but like all of Colorado now basically even masks are um they're uh optional which Mm -hmm. it's very nice to like be somewhere with an option and just to see things going back to normal for sure I know we're getting there and uh we're gonna have in-person interviews soon mama after I think when the A's come back after their next road trip we're gonna be able to be on the field and talking to them and stuff I think Bob's still gonna be behind the scenes um but it'll be good because you know that's my element to actually talk to them in person and develop those those relationships and stuff. Um, also, fun fact, I am launching a new show for all A's. It's called All A's. And I interview a bunch of the players and like Bob and stuff like for 20, 30 minutes and you get to see it in between baseball games. So that launches in the next couple of weeks. Congrats. Oh, thank I you. I love it. I'm starting it. Yeah, it's already from, it's all from Zoom at the beginning, but we'll eventually open up, obviously. We'll get um, The last thing I was wanting to talk to you about was uh, Shohei Otani. Like we've heard about him forever, but I love that we have other people besides baseball people talking about him. Um, both yeah. He's good at the, at the plate, good, good on the mound, but we have like JJ Watt calling him out. Kevin Durant said that he traded for him in the show recently. <laughs> What are your thoughts on him? Because I mean, Trout's injured right now and the Angels still have the attention on them because of Otani. I mean, I'm a big, you know, Fletcher fan, but I mean, I'll watch, I'll obviously watch Otani. I I think it's awesome. I think it's cool to see like that, that kind of stuff, you know, shining, you know, shining the spotlight on players and just how athletic and how, how athletic they are, Mm -hmm. I think is helpful and it's cool to see other athletes recognizing that and you know giving them credit for it because it's that kind of stuff too that I think does help increase the popularity of the sport and it helps you know show kids like look baseball is really cool too you've got all these other cool you know professional athletes talking about them like that's you want you want to see that kind of stuff. So I'm glad to see it's, you know, happening and Shohei Otani, I can't think of anyone better, you know, to, you know, be, you know, ooing and awing over because he's just a freak athlete. Right. And I'm glad you brought that up because I remember, you know, when I was playing little league, like being a pitcher and a first baseman was a normal thing. Right. And then as you got older, it was like, oh, nope, you got to choose one moment you hit end of high school, college, you have to choose. And he's going around saying like, you can, you can do everything, do whatever you want to do. And I feel that's so important to kids. But not everyone is that lucky to be able to choose. Like some people are forced into it. Like I know it was pretty clear to, you know, 
Trevor's coach is that you will be pitching, not yeah. hitting. Like for some, I think it chooses them. But yeah, the fact that you have guys who can and this idea that you can do both if you're able and like, why not is, is really cool. Yeah. It's uh, I really love that. Like I said, Trout's out and Otani still carrying the angels kind of stardom. Uh, Thank God. Because yeah. no, I mean, the angels, I just, every year it's like, will they, will they, I love how it's always, will they get Trout to a postseason, but yeah. I mean, will they get Otani to a postseason? Will, will they, they get, get Otani and David Fletcher? I love him. Yes. I love David but, Fletcher. I'm, I'm glad I don't have to pitch to him, but I, I love him. Um, last question before I go on the Otani train, would you rather be a phenomenal hitter or phenomenal pitcher in major league baseball Ooh. and why? Um, I think I would rather be, I think being a hitter is to be honest, I think is cooler. Yeah. Um, and you know, you get to play every day, that kind of stuff. Although and maybe this is because I've always been an individual sport athlete my mm-hmm. whole life, but I would, I identify, I think more with a pitcher because Mentality. it's like you, yeah, you control like the game is almost people view it as right. The game is won and lost on the pitcher. I mean, they're, they're the one who gets credited, you know, with a win or a loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, if you strike out as a hitter, there's still other guys in the lineup, you know, like it's not as noticeable, I think to, you know, just the crowd when you're not having the best game. Um, but you know, a pitcher doesn't have a good game. Like that's all on him when a pitcher is dominating, like that's all on him. Um, I think I just like it being all in my control, what I do and having the most impact on the game in a way. So I, I identify more probably with like the pitcher, but what about you? I actually agree. I feel like you're definitely like you with your, don't take the wrong way, but with your ego, you'd be a, a great, you'd be a really, I'm offended. Um, yeah, totally. See, I, I feel like I'm more of a, a hitter mentality. I was a shitty hitter up until, you know, I, I, I switched, but I, I love defense so much and I love being able to like play every day. So I don't like lose track of what I'm doing. And I feel like every fifth yeah. day I'd go crazy. I would just go absolutely yeah. nuts. So it would, I would have to be like, I've always pictured myself as someone who wasn't making all the money in the, in the league. Like I wanted to be a solid person, probably never really averaging 300, but I got the job done didn't get paid the league minimum, but was like the fun. I was like, Brett, I'm a little like Brett Phillips. That's who I strive. I to love be. him. Yes. Like That's doing exactly. an airplane in the outfield yes. when, Laughing. oh my God, yes. he's my hero. He's great. We'll have to get him on the pod. Cause he's wonderful. And yes, please. And he's always great about um, letting me bug him for quotes and stuff. So I always appreciate that. Um, well, Mama Sita, I'm really bummed. I can't see your pretty face, but I bet you it's gorgeous. It, it, it is it's the exact same so you know if you like it you like it yeah well thanks for joining us on the latest episode of corked up and we will see you next time cheers, cheers mama